<laughs> back in the saddle again. Back in the saddle. What? Back in the saddle again. Out where a friend is a friend. Oh. The old cowpokes do something on that. Uh, you don't know that one? No, we were, uh, we were doing different songs. Oh, there's yodeling in that one. Yeah, I was doing more uh, uh, 80s metal. But we're back. I, s- I say that because, well, we're back. S- Spencer's back. The original oh, yeah, crew's back there. together. We got the crew, we got the boys back in town. <laughs> so uh, Spencer's back from his uh, long journey of uh, across America with uh, gay youth ministry across. Well, the, they're not gay anymore. The stel- <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> God. We prayed it out. Due to your hard efforts. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was hard, real hard. Getting a bunch of gay guys in the woods is not easy. So you uh, you led all those youngsters away from Satan's temptations, and uh, <laughs> we're proud to have you back. I've done my part. <laughs> I need to continue on the airwaves. It's good to see you. Um, uh, I was told the real reason, so I'm going to have to redact my statement. Spencer was not in Tibet curing blindness with gay sex. So uh, that is on me. I should have done some more research. Do you have any hetero theories of what I was doing? Or is it all? Oh, we had, because um, you said you were in Utah, so I assumed you were probably in like a different state committing murders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Heter- that to throw us off the trail. murders. You would have gotten a secondhand alibi, an unsolicited secondhand alibi from us. Sure. Because we said you were in Utah, but my assumption was you're probably somewhere in the Delaware area. Rhode Island, possibly. (laughs) I wanted to see how small that state really was. Yeah. Possibly the DMV, that, uh, what is it, Delaware, Montgomery, Vermont? I don't know what you're talking about. The D.C. area. They call it the DMV. Do they? Yeah. I've never heard that. Delaware, Mont County, M- Montgomery County, and Vermont. Hmm, didn't know. Montgomery County, by the way, you missed a good story out of there. A kid uh, brought a frying pan to school and beat the shit out of another kid. <laughs> 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 so uh, you did miss out on some good ones. Oh, man. I like he's going old school. Uh, yeah. Um, That's like what? Uh, do you think his mom beat him with the frying pan? Well, we my theory there? was that his mom put the pan. She couldn't afford one of those bulletproof backpacks. So she tried to pull it back to the future three and put a cast iron in his in his book bag to protect him from bullet shots. And he was like, you know what, I got this this bunny this bug's bunny weapon. I might as well whip it out on this kid. Um so uh this is hats off, gloves off. This is your two hosts, the OGs. Episode fifty four? Fifty five? One of those. We're counting now? Yeah, we're I mean, we're over a year now. We, we gotta let people know what's counts. going on. That's beautiful. Yeah, we're up to, I think, what, 500,000 listeners per episode, which is kind of crazy. We're going to start getting ads soon. Uh, we'll try to sneak them in so you, don't, you guys don't, you know, it's not so uh, blatant. And they're not always companies sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's just individuals. You know, it's like a, you can sponsor us like a Little League team where you just put like Greg's Pizza <laughs> on the back of. Uh, off Clubs Off Podcast. Yeah, not, it's, and also we're not going to get any place. Uh, there's a new pizza place by my work just called Alfred's. Not Alfredo's. It's Alfred's Pizza. That's weird. Yeah, I w- it was suspect, but it's good pie. I think the best and worst pizza name I've ever heard is in Westminster, California, and it's not called Valentino's. It's called Valutino's. Valutino's. Because it's just really cheap, shitty pizza. Well, maybe it's just play on words. I can respect that, I too. Like it. Um, do they have $5 hot and ready's? No, they're not hot and ready. No. Oh, then. I did see that pizza. It has a Cheez-It pizza now. Where it looks like a giant cheese head. <laughs> and the commercial, they even know. I saw it when I was watching baseball the other day, and the commercial just said, nobody asked for it, but you're getting it, or something like that. <clears throat> Look, it's stuffed cheese at pizza. And this is in partnership with Cheese It itself. Oh, yeah. No, it's official. <sighs> I'd buy that for a dollar. All right. Well, don't buy that. If, if you buy that Cheese It pizza... Um, and you listen to this podcast, obviously, because you're hearing me say it. Um, just go ahead and unsubscribe. Uh, <laughs> just. But if you like pizza flavored cheese, it's that's okay. But do they have pizza, those? Not okay. Look, it's on the board. Oh, pizza! I like the white cheddar ones. I just like original. I know I like original, but white cheddar is a nice, uh, nice change of pace. Yeah. But they also have a. They also get too much dust on your fingers. Yes, they are quite dusty. Yeah. Um. So hats off, gloves off. We're here to give you. Uh, or not you, but you as the general public, hats off in the form of uh, praise, pats on the back, and then gloves off in the form of uh, some verbal ass whoopings, some some cans of whoop ass. Um, really, we're just using this as a vehicle for comedy, and we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, 
pats on the back and pats on the fanny. Uh, Spencer, you want to do the honors? Yeah, this is something you can relate to. I have to do it. Okay. Take gloves off. All right. I think it's been covered a lot through the many, many years. But the Dodgers. Um, yeah, I'm over it. I'm not over it. That's the sad part. <laughs> I am. However, this loss hurt I'm more done. than any loss I have seen. More than the last two World Series. This one was just so bad. Why? Because they were up like, what was it, 7 2? No, it was 3 to 1. Oh, no, yeah, that's right. And then they lost 7 3. It was 3 1. They, they ended up losing 7 3, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, expecting a different result is the uh, definition of insanity, right? Yeah, absolutely. Keep continuing putting in Kershaw. At least it's not like the same teams. In it. You know what I mean? They, yeah, like it was true. bad when like the Phillies did it to us twice in, a, in a, like two years. I was like, motherfucker! Like Jesus Christ! Yeah, everyone's got their turn. Boston, Washington, yeah. and Houston. Uh huh. But that one, that one just hurt the most. Seeing it looked like someone literally broke Kershaw's back, and he would never stand upright again. Uh, yeah, it was a bummer. He, he doesn't have the best postseason record. No, no, I've heard that once or twice. He's never <laughs> let. He's never allowed two home runs back to back in his entire. Regular season career, he's done it twice in the postseason. Yeah, it's a bummer because he's already like, I mean, for a couple years now, they're already calling him future first ballot Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's like, but bro. Greatest pitcher of our generation. Manny Rivera, though, he made his bones in the postseason. Yeah. Well, you got you, you to gotta, you gotta have some October spirit, bro. He has none. And they have really good pitching. What made me the saddest was that Kershaw admitted in the thing, he said, everyone in the post-game interview, every, everything they say about the postseason about me is true. And then in another interview, he said, it hurts me so much because I feel like I'm letting down God. God gave me this gift, and every time I lose a game, I'm disappointing him. <laughs> what a nerd. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it never, uh, I don't know. I, obviously, I can't relate to, like, you know, pre-2004 Red Sox fans. Sure. Because we had one, but it was four years before I was born. Exactly. So I've got no experience of that. All I have is In like... my lifetime, none. I have, what, three World Series and like 10 NLCS losses, like hard ones. Yeah. And we did get like dope moments, you know, like uh, Matt Stairs home run. Out of the park? Yeah. Yeah. That like, those cleanups. But that's the closest I've seen to like the Kurt Gibson moment. Yeah, I watched that on YouTube a lot, and uh, <laughs> that seemed pretty awesome. This one got bad, though. I was, I, I was very close to going to the game because tickets were only $47. <laughs> I did not, and I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't. That one got ugly. People were chanting, fire, Roberts, and everyone just lost their shit. Well, Dave Roberts is an incredible manager. Like He's gotten him this far, what, three years now? Three years, yeah. So he's not the problem. He just keeps following what everyone says is he's following his heart, not analytics. Why? He put Kershaw on because he's their guy. Yeah. But he only pitches like 88 miles an hour now. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. But also, follow your heart, bro. It's a game. It's still, as, as these people are making hundreds of millions of dollars, whatever, it's still a game. Like that Billy Bean, uh, like money ball, you know, short ball, uh, what do they call it? Small ball? Small ball. I don't, I hate that shit. I want, like. Yeah, I don't like the switch. I don't like all that stuff. I, uh, yeah, it's like just let him fucking bat. Like, you know, get a pinch runner, get a pinch hitter every now and then. But I want home run baseball. I want fucking hard strikeouts. I don't want this like, oh, well, we got on base more than any other team. It's like, cool. Like, that's why I don't watch it anymore. Yeah. I didn't watch, I don't, th I think I watched like three regular season games. And one of them is because I went to it live. <laughs> yes. You watch that one? <laughs> no, uh, just regular season. I, um, I forget who they even played. No, I just mean, yeah. Um, it's yeah. I watch I watch them occasionally, but it's there's also controversy. Apparently, they raised the stitching on the baseball so home so balls wouldn't go as far, and the Cardinals are blaming their losses on that. Yeah, but that's like uh, like ten years ago when everybody was blaming uh, the elevation in uh, at Rocky Stadium. Oh, yeah, that's why they're at Coors Field. Home. So they had to, they start keeping their balls in a humidor. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, they keep all their baseballs in a humidor. In the front office. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, how many concessions are we going to make? That's part of playing. You know what I mean? Like, if you're playing the Packers, you're going to have to play in snow sometimes. Yeah, you're going to be freezing. You're going to have it's, to have AstroTurf or yeah. hit, hit over the Green Giant. Now you're playing in Colorado. It's like the ball doesn't go as far. Account for that. That's part of the game. Or no, it goes further, right? It no. It goes I, further because the air is so thin. 
No, it's the air's thin, but uh, there's humidity or something. Let's. Hey, I don't wait. know. The ball's wet. No one likes baseball anyway. That's the end. Dodgers. Maybe yeah, this sad. isn't a sports show. If you go to Mike and Mike or fucking Jim Rome, if you want to hear the, uh, the uh, or what? What's his name? Scott Van Pelt. I fucking hate that guy. Oh, yeah, I love Scott Van Pelt. He's a dork. He's a dork. No, absolutely. no, I, no. I like him as but a the person. Other sports Center guys suck. I like Scott. No, I like I like him. But the reason I don't like him is because he's not himself. He does that like he does a lot of like cheese dick presenter stuff. Where his show would be much better if he does like what podcasts do and just be a hundred percent earnest. But he's still like ESPN, which is part of like the Disney machine. Yeah, and he's got to be like these little quips and like reading like jokes off a teleprompter. It was just like I would be much more into the show if it was just you talking, dude. All right. Um, and his interviews are always like cheesy. Ah, we got him on the phone, and I like I can't even tell if he's actually talking to him or if it's like a pre-recorded thing that he like came up with a script for. Yeah, the interviews aren't good, but I do like when he has like a written piece that's kind of eloquent and anyway. All right, um, all right. So uh, let me kick one off. Um, gloves off to a group of teenage girls, but hats off to a one Mister Robert Dreyfus, thirty-two years old, out of Vista, California. <laughs> we don't say names unless we want the praise going their way, but Robert Dreyfus, we have to say his name because he's now a pedophile. So apparently a group of teenage girls in Vista, California, tried to uh, lure him into a meetup, uh, <laughs> tried to entrap the uh, entrap him in an amateur sexting operation. Uh, let's scroll down a little bit on the big screen. Um so the group made contact with Dreyfus on social media app and exchanged tech messages before arranging a meeting in Vista, California, according to sheriff's officials. During the meeting, officials say Dreyfus convinced the 17-year-old victim to get into his vehicle to talk. But then he drove away without consent. <laughs> if you're, like, you, you went in trying to catch a pedophile and you still got into his car. How old were these girls? 17. And they just oh well you can't go into you you got to play it like the uh, like the to catch a predator like come open the door and then be like all right I just got to change the laundry and get some cookies and And have some cops there and some (laughs) men who can help you and defend defend you yeah exactly and so they apparently like uh, corresponded with this guy a bunch and then got him to meet up but it's like and then they said they were going to turn uh, everything over to the authorities the proper authorities which is also just something you say when you get caught doing something stupid. It's like, no, we were going to yeah. do it. It's like, yeah, we're going to uh, throw this weed away. But then it also she didn't so she didn't have like mace or a taser. There are no weapons at all. <laughs> this is like when Jackass came out and then other kids started doing lesser versions of the stuff yeah. and severely hurting themselves. Uh-huh. And then the parents would sue. Warning, do not try this at home. Don't try to catch your own pedophile, <laughs> especially if you're a 17-year-old girl. You're the bait. You went into it with no weapons and got in his car. Like It's one thing if a pedophile gets you into his car, but when you knew all of the circumstances, in fact, you were the catalyst in getting him there, play it a little smarter. Well, yeah, I don't think they were smart people. They live in what, Vista? What good things have happened in Vista? I don't even know where that is. I've heard of like Alta Vista. I've heard of Rio Vista. Exactly. I there don't are more famous vistas in <laughs> There are more famous vistas. So uh, that's off to Robert Dreyfus. I hope he spent a long time in prison. And gloves off to these teenage girls. And hopefully they don't uh, start a string of copycat uh, amateur vigilante pedophile uh, catchers. Well, let's. Ho- I mean, I think people are going to learn the lesson from this one. Unless there are a lot of 17-year-old girls who have actually gotten away scot-free, nothing happened. You don't actually do the exact same thing, but just have cops show up at the meeting place with you. Yeah, and the cops will say, no, you're not doing that. We use <laughs> adults who look young as bait. It's like they don't send, when they do that like cigarette scam, do they actually send people underage to buy them, or do they send people who look underage? I think, I yeah, think no, they have to be underage, huh? Yes. Okay. Never mind. Forget that. So you're just like getting cops' kids in there. It's like, hey, Jimmy. uh, After your little league game, we got to stop by the liquor store. Um, I need you to buy smokes off of this. This poor immigrant. So make advances on him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's it. Back to you. All right. I got a hats off. All righty. This would normally be a gloves off for me, except for one little detail. There's this guy, and he was in a Tanzania. 
Tanzania? No, Tanzania. Okay. I, I double-checked reading it because I thought Tanzania as well. All it right. was in Tanzania. Where's that? It's in Africa. Tanzania. So, this gentleman, super baller, went to one of those badass hotels that are floating in the ocean, and your bedroom is underwater, uh-huh. and you're, it's 360 degrees. Uh, hey, you're spoiling it. It's 360, <laughs> 360 degrees of water. His lady's sleeping in the bed. He pops out, gets some snorkeling gear on, swims underwater, bangs on the window, has a piece of paper in a Ziploc that says, I can't hold my breath long enough to tell you all the things I love about you. Will you marry me, please? Aww. And then he swims away. He died. <laughs> wait, 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 what? He died. He How? stayed underwater too long, and he drowned. He didn't. He just snorkeled? Yeah, he just snorkeled. No scuba gear or anything. He thought it'd be quick. So she was, you know... Holding her heart, I'm about to get married, and then there's this huge search around the island. Or wh- oh, then oh. it's been like 40 minutes. You're like, he's still not back. Yeah, where yeah. is he doing? <laughs> he's hanging out with a sea turtle, but he's see, it was going to be drying off. Gloves off, because I hate when people do the underwater, like put your ring in a shell kind of move, or, or in a cupcake. Yeah, all that, all that stuff makes me so, so mad. Uh, yeah. So he had the little ziplock. I know so many people who've done that ocean move. Obviously, they didn't die, but so hats off. His, uh, he spent three grand a night for this room. I've seen those on like Instagram, and those are tight. Those hotel rooms where you're in just like a oh no, I aquarium would love dome. to stay in one of those hotels. Oh shit! They're oh, they got video of them doing it. So he's holding it, and it literally says, "I can't hold my breath long enough to tell you." And anyway, no way, dude. Apparently, she would have said yes. I can't hold my breath long enough to tell you everything I love about you, but everything I love about you, I love you more every day. So he didn't even really then propose. I think he flips oh, it around, oh, okay. And there's a ring. Can't really see it, but it is underwater. Oh, no, he's pulling it out of his pocket. So he's, he's spending all this time. <laughs> Marry me. And he just wrote it with, like, a bick? I know. you. Would th- this he opens the box all fast, and the, the ring falls out into the ocean. This guy's spending three grand a night for this hotel, and he's just using a bick. He, he also look looks like, like a dork because he has those, like, nose-covering Yeah, he looks goggles. like a total nerd. <laughs> Swims away, and he's dead. They found the body, though? Yep, they found the body. And the wife... The oh, wife did you see the post? Go back to the video. Look at the... It's a post from her on the side. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh my God. He got what was <sighs> coming to him. You don't do we those get corny the, proposals. We get immediately to the bottom. But our, uh, our interns are on it, guys. This oh, yeah. is the uh, widow's uh, post. That's... Who needs the news? Rest well, my sweet baby. Hold on, roll up a little bit. There's a weird part about cancer that I read in it that I see. Uh, please, just a couple of days before you die, you said to me, I've seen a few cancer patients on this trip, and it dawned on me that this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing that people want to experience <laughs> before they die, and here we are in the prime of our lives doing this. We are so blessed. Well, at least he did it before he died. Yeah, I mean, I've... I heard those rooms are sick. It might be worth dying. What, they had like another money. day? Like, there's, like <laughs> checkout wasn't until tomorrow uh, at noon, and she's like, I just got to sleep in this fucking room now. They have to sleep in this room, or she does late checkout because she's so distraught, and then they charge her for another day because she checked out. <laughs> like, I had that hoping it happened to me at a motel. The, the hotel's booked up. She's like, can I please just get a different room? <laughs> like, there's no hotel. There's no other underwater hotel rooms. And he's clearly the one with the money, but... Wait, that's the. How do you die there? I don't know, man. But that is bonkers. It's like eight it's feet underwater. Survival of the fittest. He deserved to die. Oh yeah, for sure. And that was a Cordy proposal. So it would have been gloves off to the way he did it, but he got got what's coming to him. Yeah, what a dork. What a fucking nerd, bro. At least like you know you're doing that. Like this wasn't a a whim. He has a ring. He brought a Ziploc bag, which yeah, and he wrote it with a shitty pen. What are you in like the Maldives? That's like a. They don't have Ziplocs at the gift shop, you know? No, he prepped it. He brought that from home. That's an American Ziploc. Use your use your bathtub and just do some breath training. You can add like 10 seconds over the course of like a month. Probably more. Probably more? Yeah. Well, he's gone. Yeah, this dude's a dork. Clearly he was loaded, too, if he's spending three grand a night. Oh, that's probably the worst part for her. If she comes from nothing and he was loaded. See, I don't know her history, but he was definitely the one with money. He's from Louisiana. I didn't know anyone in Louisiana even had money. Oh, I wonder if she gets anything. Why? They weren't married. That's what I'm saying. But maybe the family's nice? I doubt it. Oh, good golly. 
What a moron. What do you got? All right. Um, so, gloves off to creepy fans and high-resolution cameras. So, uh, no article on this one, but uh, apparently a, a stalker of a Japanese pop star uh, found out where she lived based on the reflection of her eyes. I saw, I saw the headline for that. Also didn't <laughs> read the article. How does this work? So, basically, he... He, uh, she posted a picture on her social media. He zoomed in on his 4K monitor, saw the reflection in her eyeballs, found a bus stop, calculated like the light source, assuming she was outside. The sun was at a certain part, so he found out where she lived and on what floor wow. of the apartment complex, <laughs> and he showed up at her door. Uh, so, I mean, really gloves off to his, uh, I don't know, ingenuity? Resolve? It's a word for it. Well, it is Im- that is impressive. It's just it's one of those using your powers for evil. They always say to like con men, if you know you spent all the t- time you did conning, you could have started a great business. Yeah, you could have been a legit entrepreneur. So he, uh, yeah, but it's like that Shia LaBeouf thing where he put like "We will resist" or whatever that flag. I don't and remember it, that. There was like the resist camp right after Trump got elected, like in New York somewhere, I think. And uh, it was just. Sh- like it was just a uh, 24-hour live stream camera. Shia LaBeouf, I think, set it up, and he put up like a flag, and the flag kept getting taken down. Uh, so then he moved it, and then it get taken it down again. So then he moved it again, and it was just the camera pointing up at a flag in the middle of a field. 24-hour stream, like resist him, resist Trump, or whatever. And like <laughs> a bunch of nerds on 4chan like waited till it got dark and like calculated the constellations. <laughs> and a bunch of them like found out. It was just like a random field in Wyoming, like 100 miles from anything. And they just found the flagpole and took it down again. <laughs> so uh, I can always appreciate that. That's a high-level prank. You yeah. know what I mean? Because they don't really bl- – like, I don't think they're on one side or the other politically. They're just like, it's oh, this guy thinks we're not going to take down the flag again? <laughs> like, time to get astrology or astronomy into this. Yeah, it's more, more fun. Like, they did that – the first Olympic that – first Olympics where snowboarding was allowed. They had the secret half-pipe for Sean White – in the middle of nowhere in, I don't know, Colorado or something, and someone just got on Google Earth and found it <laughs> and watched, you know, try and, like, found where it was, and they yeah. crashed it. It was, like, a bunch of bros who were fans of Sean White, and they just crashed the whole thing. And Well, it was it was actually fun because you can watch the whole lead-up to how they were finding it, that flag in the middle of the field, and this is, like, teams of people working together. They're all communicating, like, eloquently, and, like, all right, you do this, and, oh, you live nearby, see if you can do this and that. And people are, like, they're, like, process of elimination, like, ruling out, geographic locations and then one guy's just and then the next picture is just a guy holding the flag <laughs> fuck you Shia LaBeouf <laughs> uh, I would just put the flag on my porch or something right like I don't in my backyard in my spacious mansion that I have yeah put it in a guest room no one's gonna <laughs> it. put a fan under it so it blows um so uh whatever that's a that's a mixed bag hats off and gloves off uh Japanese stalkers also strike me as like a next level stalker you know what I mean like a they have those like rooms in public where you can just go beat the shit out of things. Oh yeah, I love those. Those type of it's like a, that weird society where like sleeping on the job is like seen as a good thing because you are working really hard. Because you didn't go home and you yeah you've just been working. You've just neglected your family for three weeks. And you have a robot watching your two year old kid. <laughs> uh, so hats uh, off and gloves off. Back to you. Back to me. We're going gloves off. Gloves off. And I'm going back to sports. You say this isn't a sports show. I'm going to do everything I can to make this a sports show. What do you got? You, uh, I feel like people know this, even if they don't follow football, but you know the antics of Antonio Brown lately? Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. He went to the Raiders. Then he didn't want to be on the Raiders. Then he did cryotherapy. He did that thing where like you're getting arrested, so you start just headbutting things to try and get like a psych plea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he did, he's done so much because he couldn't practice during preseason because he didn't wrap his feet properly in cryotherapy and he goes to a professional cryotherapy place all his feet were all peeling and nasty couldn't play then he flipped out because he wanted to use this really old helmet and the nfl was like no we're everyone's on our ass about all these concussions and not letting their kids play football you don't get to wear an old helmet yeah so he wanted to be on a new team he got drafted to the patriots then he got me too got kicked off the patriots a chef is suing him for $38,000 because... <laughs> 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 
Antonio Brown's theme song. <laughs> and so the chef is suing him for $38,000 because he was doing this private event with a whole bunch of football players. This is a famous celebrity chef. And he had a whole salmon. He cut the head off and froze it because he's going to make some soup out of it later. Hmm. Antonio Brown opened his freezer, took that as a threat, kind of like the head in the bed of in Godfather. And was like, oh, oh he thought it was a fish head. Me. It's a, you, you put a fish head in the freezer. <laughs> this is a threat against me. So he just kicked him out, never paid him $38,000. And now we get to why I'm really doing a gloves off. Oh. His orthopedic, his orthopedist is suing him because he, d- he owes him $12,000. And also, th- he's not suing him for this reason, but he added to it. He said, while I was doing examinations, he was constantly farting in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. This is hilarious. How did you get a fart that quick? Have you seen the video of it? I saw a different video of him farting. but it I don't think it's the this the guy who's accusing him, but he's just getting like examined and questioned. And yeah. he's just like... And he's just laughing. Yeah, he loves it. Just going wild. That guy is nuts. He's fart. He owes someone twelve grand, and he's farting in his face. Yeah, it's uh, he's got no respect. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's yep. it's I, it's it's almost not even his fault. Because when you're like, I went to like like guys that work at gas stations now were like motherfuckers. We had a great high school football team, and like the free ride that they got. Turn them into assholes. I can't imagine yeah, if you're yeah. an actual like elite way. athlete. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, no, this is how people just react around me. Especially when it's like, f- disregard like how the opposite sex treats him. When you're just like, you're a NFL star. Forget about just being in the NFL. Gets you laid. He's a star. He uh, one of the best in the game. He caught more. He caught more balls than anyone else in the league last season. <laughs> Shit like that. And then on top of that, like he's enabled to a certain extent. You're like, oh, a part of this isn't his fault. Where it's like a three-year-old throwing a tantrum. It's like, no, your dad's a piece of shit and a bad parent. Not you. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Was his hats off or gloves off? This is a gloves off. For, he's just farting in people's... Not owing people money is why it's really the gloves off. Yeah. And part of it, it's not his fault, but he's fucking nuts in the head. How would you think a fish head in your freezer is a threat against a celebrity chef? That, that That's... This motherfucker's making potatoes all gratin. <laughs> Nobody makes potatoes all gratin. Grandma made that. But do you think it might be just trying to get out of it financially? Because what was what? What are the figures? I don't know exactly. But he went from like well, he, tens it, of millions of dollar contract to like two hundred fifty grand. Yeah, I think he had a, a fifty million contract <laughs> over three years or something like that. <laughs> and then the Patriots took that on for or took on one year of it. So yeah, I don't know. It was, and now he's making like league minimum at best. Well, he's not even playing. Well, that's well that before like it before like uh, it dwindled down to league minimum before he finally was like, all right, fuck it, and yeah. now no team wants to take him on. Well, then did you? Because like we don't want this drama. He went back to college too. He's uh, he's at a junior college now, and he put out a tweet where he asked his fans to help him with this homework. Like, what wow. are the answers to this for his English one hundred and one paper? <laughs> I'm serious. He's at a junior college right now. With Last Chance You? Something like, yeah. That Have was, you seen that? Oh, I love that show. That show <laughs> oh, Antonio unreal. Brown's at Last Real. Chance You? I pray to God. Oh, that's hilarious. Last Chance You is so good. You guys should watch that. I'm not even like a big football guy, and you that show's have, amazing. You don't have to be. Same the coach, you. dude, is a fucking wild card. Well, which one? They have two. They have the one guy from... Was it season two? Well, there's the, or what was it? There's the older fat guy, and then there's the new guy who's from Compton, and he's the white yeah. guy but all gangster. Uh-huh. They're both great. Yeah, I'd watch that show. It's a good one. <laughs> and one of the one of like the the standout uh, players on Last Chance U, because of his fame from the show, they let him on the Raiders training camp. He got cut in one day. <laughs> He's lazy as fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Um, all right, what should I jump to? All right, let's do this. Gloves off. There, there we go. Hey. So a uh, University of Washington professor wrote a peer-reviewed paper claiming that SpongeBob is a violent, racist colonizer. Colonizer? (laughs) You got to see. I literally read this whole stupid article thinking it was a joke. Like, I don't want to get tricked. It's a real, like, published paper. So basically the fact that they used the name Bob tried to make him, like, a likable everyman. Seems weird because people, I know a lot of people who have shitty Uncle Bobs. 
myself included. So I always think of Bob as a bad name. Uh, so she calls the gar- cartoon guilty of whitewashing of violent American military activities against the native of the Pacific. So basically, it <laughs> do they even is he even in the Pacific? Okay, do they specify what ocean? It's Bikini Bottom. She's making the wild assumption that it's the Bikini Atoll where we tested all the nuclear devices. That's the connection with SpongeBob. It's a, a pure assumption. It doesn't. It's Bikini Bottom versus Bikini Atoll. She's just making that assumption. So she's. Uh, let's go up a little. Uh, Baker understands the writers likely didn't have colonization in mind when creating this show, but she's upset at the lack of acknowledgement that Bikini Bottom and Bikini Atoll were not for the taking. So basically, she's she's thinking this is like a. Uh, Whitewashing, trying to turn the bottom of the ocean into an American suburb, and that's not okay. This She's like fish wearing Hawaiian shirts and trying to regular regulate, regularize, normalize. This seems so fake, though. You know, representing I'd... the everyman rather than a culturally appropriate character. The article concludes: We should be uncomfortable with a hamburger-loving American community's <laughs> occupation of Bikini Lagoon and the ways that it erodes the aspect of sovereignty. Wow. What what is her specialty? What does she teach? I don't know. Let's scroll down a little. What is she uh what is she on to? This fucking cuckoo bird. SpongeBob is residing on another person's land. Uh recently published Holly M. Barker. The unsettling legacies of SpongeBob <laughs> Squarepants. <laughs> I th- this is her only See, the only reason I can't disagree with her is I never actually watched SpongeBob SquarePants. I, I know the theme song, obviously. I know where he lives in a pineapple. Rocco's and modern life is harmful because it puts a wallaby in a Hawaiian shirt and makes him live in a house, and that's that's Western corruption. Well, that's true. I agree with that. <laughs> Courage, Courage the cow- Cowardly Dog portrays <laughs> uh, dogs in a negative light amongst Americans. Oh, well... What's this lady up to? Has she written about any other cartoons? She didn't bring up the fact that Sandy was the mo- a female character was the most badass on the show. Oh, she is. She's a squirrel that lives underwater. That's pretty cool. She's not a sponge or that annoying. And are, aren't isn't the the starfish and SpongeBob aren't they idiots for the most part? Yeah, they're morons. They're grown men who work at a fast food restaurant. Well, SpongeBob is. There's. <laughs> Does the starfish have a job? No, I don't think so. So he's just I think he's had jobs throughout, you know, he's got his schemes, but he's kind of like um he's the Kramer of the show. We're like, where does he get his money? <laughs> but he's always he lives next to Jerry, so he does like all right, but he's always got like a scheme going. Yeah. Different ways to make money. He never gets it. Yeah. But their whole their whole thing is basically that SpongeBob is approving of the gentrification of the bottom of the ocean, bro. <laughs> An ocean that <laughs> someone lives in a pineapple. And they, yeah, they work in. That was a part of her thing. Joint. She's, she's saying the fact that they live in pineapples, tiki's, and under rocks, uh, is just indicative, indicative of the culture they are trying to propagate. Wow. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants and his friends play a role in normalizing the settler colonial takings of indigenous lands while erasing the ancestral Bikinian people from their non-fictional homeland. I cannot wait to read this when I get home. They're non-fictional homeland. She's a, like, it's a it's cartoon. Fiction. It's pure. It's it's like getting mad. Like, did you hear Peter from Family Guy is hit yeah. his wife one time? And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the giggity giggity guy is a fucking creep. Yeah, uh, Quagmire is normalizing rape culture because he's got a speakeasy of sex in his house. <laughs> that's it. That's an actual article that could be written. This is one of the most bonkers things I've ever seen. Sure, it has. So I think I was seven years old when SpongeBob came out, like to the point where I was a massive fan of it because I was the right age group for like five, six years, and then I grew out of it, and the show was still on. Well, yeah, it says it's twenty years old. That's fuck. That's crazy. Ninety nine to nineteen. That's I don't know. Gloves off, Holly M. Barker. You piece of shit. At least this is just one person writing the article because. That Joker movie came out, and everyone's flipping out, and I didn't even want to see Joker, and now I really want to see it just yeah. because I want to see if it's actually offensive in my eyes and whatever it is. I think the biggest controversy with the Joker movie is the media's upset that 
they didn't actually cause a shooting. They were yeah. expecting it the whole time. And then it, the, the fact that it didn't happen has got them the most riled up. Yeah, and I get the whole incel thing. Incels, the guy associated as an incel who shot up Aurora, but they're still allowed to make the movie. I do think it's weird and creepy how much people, like the quote weirdos who just identify as Joker and yeah. dress up as him and do cosplay as him, but usually they're just fun. They're just nerds. Yeah, look dude. up uh, Joker TikToks. Oh, I, I know one guy who I know one guy exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> it's he fucking... lives in Nevada. I've watched hours of these. Oh, there's one. I follow him on Periscope. He has he he, ha, he has some sort of disease, so he bounces back and forth from dressing up as Joker, <laughs> and then he's just in the hospital getting some sort of infusion for his disease. But he's the best because he doesn't actually have anything to say like most of these people. So there's one where he's just making macaroni and cheese, like craft, and he, but he's in the full Joker <laughs> outfit, and he's like, the Joker loves macaroni. I don't know. It's, it is weird how people identify with the Joker. As uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker? Heath Ledger's Joker is oh, okay. number oh, one. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Amongst crazies? Yeah. You don't say. The dead man. You want to know how I got these scars? Yeah, these are terrifying. One dude. guy actually, he, does, he has really good makeup, but he's in his shitty... Like suburban apartment outside of Neva- outside of Vegas. See, this is there's hundreds of these. This is all the same guy. He's doing hundreds of TikToks as the Joker. When other things, but yeah, these goobers. I mean, I guess they get a following. They get people. Man, I wish I could find my man. Um, he's got to be in there somewhere. But yeah, I want to know how I got these scars. And there's, I saw one meme that said, when you're a kid, you always. You always want to be Batman, but w- then when you become an adult, you realize Joker. Yeah, Joker really. I saw one of those where out. it was like, uh, as a kid, you uh, you rooted for the heroes, but as an adult, you sympathize with the villains, yeah. or you understand the villains. I was just like, hey, dork, it's a narrative. You have to have a good guy and a bad guy. Yeah, and is our? I mean, the whole. I'm Joker just really thing. into chaos. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just am really good at stealing stuff and burn stacks of money. Yeah, Christopher Nolan's Batman was badass. I'm interested to see the movie, but I don't, like, f- just from the trailers, like, it seems, and, like, from what I've heard, it doesn't seem like, it seems like it's just, like, um, a crazy person. It couldn't be, like... Yeah, everyone says it's Taxi Driver, but with a, yeah, with a comic book. That's taxi what, Driver, I heard uh, Todd Phillips said he wanted to basically make, um, uh, was it, uh, King of Comedy? Yeah. His own version, where it's... But it's like, that guy can't run a criminal enterprise. You know what I mean? It's just, you don't have the capability. Like, it's, if you, I mean, as a fan of Sopranos, you know it's a lot of work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's, that kind of started to empathize with the bad guy. We all know Tony's a horrible, disgusting human being, but everyone roots for him. He's and the that protagonist. Be, that's not controversial. That's art. Yeah. Is art responsible? Well, no. But then it started with, like, this whole Joker thing started with the James Holm Aurora shooting. Yeah. But all of that, he didn't associate with the Joker at all. He was planning on, like, shooting up a theater regardless of the movie. The fact that it happened to be Batman is completely coincidental. It's hap- it, that came out of one article, and then the chick redacted what she said. He dyed his hair red, not green. He, didn't, he, wasn't in a, like a, he was in a trench coat because it held the most guns. Like, he wasn't dressed up as the Joker. Yeah, trench coats are practical. He was just a crazy so. person, and the Joker's a crazy person, and he dyed his hair. Like, he didn't have the smiley makeup and... All this shit, and they didn't even know Joker. They didn't even know Dark Knight was going to be a fantastic movie yet. Well, Dark Knight had already come out. It was or the, Dark Knight Rises. La- it was whatever the last one was called, the one without Joker, the Bane one. Yeah, so it didn't, that one didn't. It didn't even have Joker in the movie. It was the one with Bane. <laughs> well, it had Joker in the theater in one of them. And no one's mad at Tom Hardy. But also the whole thing with the Heath Ledger Joker. He was funny and he was charming. None of these people on TikTok or any of those things. They don't even have anything to say. No, they're just twisted, dude. They're just weird. <laughs> they just love chaos, they're bro. They just love chaos, <laughs> watching it all burn. I just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, um, what if... Uh, it's like a, if it's like a people where the, they're like, oh, I'm really into the Joker. Like, that's my thing. Which, all, like, first of all, like, you know that kid who goes around, he's like in the open mic scene. He oh, just, yeah, yeah. He just dresses... I forgot about yeah. Well, my whole thing is we like... We have one in the comedy scene. Like, hey, man, um, don't dress... As that one, you know what I mean? Well, that's the one. That's the best. That's the one that everyone. Because he's like the ideal depiction of like an agent of chaos, like in that narrative. Because obviously, like that trilogy is fucking incredible. Those yes. three movies. Yeah. So obviously, like that speaks the most to like people. But it's like the Che Guevara shirts, 
where it's like the fact that his face is on a shirt stands against everything he stood yeah. for. <laughs> when it's like, I'm going to dress up as the Joker and go on TikTok. It's like the Joker would make sure TikTok never existed. Yeah. <laughs> this is or he would, yeah, he would use it for evil. But I think he is. He's got Korean kids dressing as <laughs> the Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> yeah, poor Jared Leto. Come on. I want some I want some Joker flack. Uh, Jared, how how hard was Jared Leto crossing his fingers that he was he's like please just bomb I don't want to be the worst Joker yeah. <laughs> please I d- definitely did not see that movie but and then uh, well and then girls do it with the Harley Quinn ever since Suicide yeah. Side Squad came out I've seen so many girls dress like Harley Quinn it's like I can relate to her I can well she's Harley Quinn is a uh, she was a psychiatrist at Arkham Asylum who snapped and then she's. Uh, She's basically like Joker's like side bitch, but oh, it's Joker's l- girlfriend. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And then in Sue, he like turned her while she was a psychiatrist. Like he like so he got into her head. Oh, she was his psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, okay. while he, she was working at the asylum, he was like locked away because of the fucking bat, dude. But now it's just like <laughs> because of the bat, dude. Well, her all, like she was a badass, but like in the like, the animated cartoon. But like her whole thing is like she would get into trouble, and the Joker would have to get her out. Oh really? Or like she'd be there, like doing like crazy shit with him, and then once shit got crazy, she would dip. Oh, she wasn't even loyal. Then? Yeah, but then the Suicide Squad is like she's one of the most dangerous villains of all time. It's like what's her what's her power? Like what's her what's her skill? It's like she's got a big gun and a baseball bat. Like she's battling demons. Yeah, I went to a a Comic Con in Long Beach right after that movie came out, and every single girl was dressed like Harley Quinn, and then all the guys. There was a nice diverse. I mean, don't get me wrong, there were a lot of Jokers there, but yeah. It was like that was the only costume for girls was Harley. <laughs> well, uh, well, for that it's like if you want if you're a hot chick and you want to go cosplaying, you got to do Harley Quinn or like what some Final Fantasy character or something. Got to carry around Tomb a Raider, big ass sword. Tomb Raider. Yeah, Laura Croft, not bad, not bad. I remember fucking getting fucking steamy. I was like, oh, I like girls now. On the uh, a Wonder Woman. How do we forget Wonder Wonder Woman? Woman. A shitty Captain Marvel. A lot of girls just dress like schoolgirls. Blocky Laura Croft tits on PlayStation One. Pumbaa from Lion King. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a weird Warthog one. Warthog on her head. Yeah, a lot of them are just nurses. The unicorn. I dream. Lady Deadpool. Genie. It's just Deadpool, but it's a skirt and a tube top. Supergirl. Ooh, the chick from Tekken. I never. I don't know Tekken. Batwoman, hot so- hot Asian soccer player. Electra? I guess, yeah, there's a lot of anime characters I don't know. There's, like, Sailor Moon. That's Sailor Moon on the left, right? Uh, Yes. Yes, yeah, I know, yes. My, I know my anime. Well, Japanese Harajuku. What's Harajuku? Whoa. <laughs> That's Harajuku. I thought out of anybody, you would know what Harajuku is, bro. Oh, I'm not down. I'm You're not, our Asian-American correspondent. I'm not familiar with the Harajuku. Whoa. Oh, but when I dress like this to go shopping, yes, I'm racist. The, uh, I'm the it's weirdo. A, uh, <laughs> Harajuku is a neighborhood in Japan, and these girls all dress it. like They used to dress like, dorks? like dolls. But now they dress and like this. And they only this. do it in this ta- in this neighborhood. Well, yeah, their whole thing whole is town, like this their whole neighborhood in Tokyo is like this. Wow. Well, remind me to stay away from there. Yeah, that's terrifying. Can you imagine at like two in the morning, you walk down the wrong street, and you're like, now I'm in Harajuku. <laughs> and you're just like, what kind of nightmare did I ingest? You're just super drunk in Japan. You know what I do like, which uh, is kind of the opposite of this, but it's an Instagram called Chinatown Pretty. And it's all old ladies who are just super stylish. Where it's like the Asian ladies with the oh, um, yeah. with the umbrella. I think I've seen stuff, that. But they they just look cool. They just have their game on point. As it's far like as um like these hipsters in like streetwear, but it's like an eighty five year old lady. Exactly, and yeah. they're actually wearing it well. And it's not like a sexy thing or anything. It's just like cool chi- old Chinese ladies who are styling. That is so. That's disgusting. They, that's like. If I was on acid and I wandered into that neighborhood, that's I would, all I could think about. I would die in Japanese prison for murdering people with punches. Oh, man! How did we get here? They're just licking lollipops. They all have umbrellas. This is terrifying. Yeah, it's like they took ravers, Anna Jolie from Gone in sixty seconds, <laughs> and combined it with a little bit of. Wow, I'm not going to that neighborhood. Yeah, that's bonkers. All right. Where are we at? Oh, uh, back to you. All right, back to me. <laughs> it's just kind of a cute little story. 
Okay. I think it's adorable. I had one, but then I, I researched it, and it seemed, and I think it ends up being fake. It's not confirmed, but um, this one, we'll just skip through this one because I think it's fake. But apparently this pastor in South Africa tried to beat Jesus' record for fasting for 40 days and 40 Oh, nights, yeah, I saw this. And he died at 30 days. But I, when I researched it further, I don't think it's real. This one's real. Parrots in India have become addicted to the to opium because they're small they're like handful of farmers who are legally allowed to grow yeah. opium in India and these <laughs> parrots have been flying into it and they're so good they're cutting off the stalk and taking the whole bulb with it and they're they wait till the farmers cut it with the razor blade so the milk comes out mm. the poppy milk and they're just getting fucked up and they've even evolved enough because they love it so much. Normally, they squawk when they go to get food or something they want. Yeah. And they're completely silent now. And then they just find all these parrots like flying into tree branches. <laughs> and they're just sprawled out in the fields, <laughs> passed out, and they don't know what to do. So there's an epidemic of fucking doped out parakeets? Super rad parrots, yeah. And look how, I mean, they even kind of look like a junkie in that picture. Look at its eyes. Oh, those are dilated, dude. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Well, yeah, I mean, what are parrots doing otherwise? They're not really entertaining people. Yeah, it's like how, you know, they say koala bears get drunk off the eucalyptus leaf. Yeah, yeah. And they just fall out of trees. Look at these parrots. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're getting fucked up. They're smart the way they do it, though. They don't just, like, bite into it. They take the whole bulb with them. Well, they can talk, so they're they're clearly smart enough. Yeah, they're communicating. You hear, see that article about the firefighters trying to get, like, a bird off of, a, like, a peak of a roof? And the bird just keeps telling it, the firefighter to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these flying away with a big old thing. It's just smart, because I guess part of the growing process, if you have, to, you have to cut into the bulb and let the milk run out for whatever reason, but the milk gets you high as shit, so then the birds just come and attack. I like. Is this in Asia? Is it? Is yeah, India. India. Yeah, that's yeah. Asia. Yeah. But um, that's a funny thing in uh in uh England, in the Isles, uh, they call Chinese Chinese, but we call a like Chinese are Asians. Yes. But in England, Asians are Indians. Ah. Because they're, of they're obviously the us. British connection with India. They're better than us. So uh, yeah, I like that's just a quick little cute one. Junky birds. Uh, according to a 2018 article in DNA India, opium munching <laughs> the opium munching birds were observed crashing into tree branches and lying in the fields in a daze, only to fly off again when a narcotic effects wore off. So, no shit. No shit. What? It's a bird. It's they weigh birds. Like if you find a cat that size, it's going to weigh like ten times as much. Birds have like hollow bones, and they're mostly fluff. Like. That much heroin, that much opium would fuck me up. Oh, absolutely. And now you got this bird trying to fucking get a DUI in the sky? One pod, we'd get messed up, man. Even if you just took the poppy seeds out of there and shook it up in water, you'd get fucked up. You test positive on a test for a muffin. Hell yeah. I've seen the Seinfeld (laughs) (laughs) Second Seinfeld reference. What do you got? Because that's really all I have. Just those birds are cute and Mm. fun. No, that's hilarious. I like watching birds on heroin. How do we know these birds aren't fetching these? Oh, that would be if they're dropped. Well, part of it's because they're passed out in the field and hitting well, there branches. Was a, there was an article. Like um, monkeys who steal stuff for you know for yeah. their owners. Like yeah. Like you go to Bali and the monkeys will like, they literally like will distract you. Like when I stole Jolly Ranchers in eighth grade, I did some tap dancing and my friend Ernesto took all the Jolly Ranchers. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Classic move. The monkeys will like fucking do like skill training in front of people and then there's a monkey behind just taking like the cell phones. They don't they don't need the, they don't take the cash or the wallets or anything. They just take the cell phones out of people's bags. Cuz that's what they're trained for. But these birds obviously a couple of them are going to crash, but maybe a couple of them make it back to the old den. I you can synthesize the these opium opiates. den. Yeah. I do hope there's a follow-up article where this one guy's just getting all this free opium and turning it into heroin. I saw an article a couple months ago where a parrot was uh the cops raided a meth lab, and a parrot was going wild on people. They had a, a guard parrot. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, so these things can be weaponized. Now I'm starting to get suspicious of these parrots over in Silver Lake. Oh, yeah, they, they're in Long Beach, too. They got they're a full... in Long Beach, San Francisco. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, they've migrated. Well, th- I think they originally came to, like, Echo Park. They, it was like, they're those green, loud ones. It was, like, the 60s or something. Some guy got busted, like trafficking animals and so the police just let them loose and now there's like an indigenous parakeet population in like silver lake yeah they're the 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 green parrots are all over in long beach and 
Oh, they're nasty. I remember in my aunt's house, I was sleeping. They're not slanging H, though. I was sleeping there, and you could hear them in the attic breathing and making noise. So I filled a, I got a, my aunt was super old, so I just filled a super soaker with hot sauce and water and would spray (laughs) I thought it was cool. I'd like to see them run into these fucking Indian parakeets. Well, I think the the Long Beach one would take them down because they're so, you know, they're in their right state of mind. Yeah, but you put some, like, knives, some razor blades on these these parakeets. Let's do it. These are street birds, dude. Uh, You ever seen a dude on heroin? You're like, this guy probably doesn't want to hurt me, and I'd probably fight him off, but let me just avoid this encounter entirely. Yeah, exactly. But it's usually just not, they're so dirty and gross. I don't want to have to. Weaponized parrots, an article from the UK. Holy shit, here we go. It occurs to me that a cunning plot oh, for the al Qaedans <laughs> would be to intentionally infect birds with the bird flu. Ship them or to a Western them. country. Or <laughs> that's probably the best part. Ship them in parentheses <laughs> or convince the birds to fly on their own. <laughs> <It's just laughs> what are you going to bribe them with heroin? The Western countries, uh, blah, 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 whatever. Well, they say that about. Uh... Oh, they even caught Barrett, per- Barrett saying Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Or did. death to the infidels. That would be the okay. If you're an Al Qaeda and you got a parrot, that would be the first thing we teach them how to say fuck. Yeah, they teach them to say death to the. Infidels. Yeah, there's a, a a place we get our like uh, aluminum anodized for work, and they'll uh, they have a parrot out front, a parakeet maybe. But he's like hello, and you go hi, and he just goes hello, and you're like oh, you only know like four things. But then like my tenth trip there, I was just like fuck. <laughs> you're like oh, this bird's this bird's tight, dude. It's a rad bird. <laughs> Um, all right, I got one more. All right, what's next? Um, so hats off <laughs> to a group of fucking hipsters in Brooklyn. Uh, so they made hundreds of pairs of these $3,000 Nikes, put holy water in the soles, and they sold out in minutes. $3,000 shoes. Ooh. They put Matthew, was it 1428, 1425, and put holy water in the soul. You know, like uh, the Air Maxes, where they have like the, the, the plastic with the air capsules on the bottom? But oh, they yeah. just they filled it with uh, Jesus water. And apparently, water f- holy water directly from the Jordan River. Oh, well, that's cool. It's from the Jordan. I well, thought... because Jesus blessed the Jordan yeah, in thought... its entirety. So all water from the Jordan is holy. I thought this was lame until I found out it was from the source itself. Well, here, I thought it was lame, too, but this is where it turns into a gloves off. So this group of nerds started selling these. They said, okay, so here's a quote from the article. We thought of that Arizona iced tea and Adidas collab where they were selling shoes that advertised a beverage company that sells iced tea at bodegas. First of all, only New York calls them bodegas. Yeah, there's there's. It's corner just stores, liquor, liquor stores, stores, convenience stores, gas stations. So you're already like giving away your hand. Scroll back down. Uh, to that, you you live in this weird, sheltered, you know, East New York lifestyle. Um, so we wanted to make a statement about how absurd collab culture has gotten. No, you didn't. No, you at three thousand dollars a pair. That you're making a point at three thousand dollars a pair. Yeah, there was like that hot dog water person we talked about when we first started this yeah. podcast, who sold a jar of hot dog water for like twenty bucks. That guy was trying to make a point. Exactly. This, with it's got a Jesus dying on the cross right on there. I it's thought got it was a, a dick cru- at first. A crucifix, lace chain, Matthew fourteen twenty five, and holy water in the soul. And this is all just to, you know, make a point at three thousand dollars a pair. No, you you were you were doing business. It's like I was saying earlier with the uh, the the chicks that got caught with the pedophile that got into his car. Oh, do we have that update? Also, a single blood drop to represent the blood of Christ. Ugh, whose blood? First of all, three thousand dollars sneakers. Uh, there's also a passage in the Bible that says it's easier for a camel to walk through the head of a needle than a rich man into heaven. Mm. Oh, so nice. think about that when you're buying three thousand dollars shoes, you piece of shit. And did Nike actually collaborate, or is this? Did they go rogue? No, this is a. There, it's um, it's not rogue, but this happens all the time. You, it's a, whatever. There's a name for it, but you just, uh, you, they just bought five thousand pairs, 
you know, of just regular Nikes. Yeah, you can pay normal price. So as long as you paid for them, then it's you can get resale. So you actually probably didn't don't even have to pay taxes on them if they have also, the right certificate. Also, you know what's so dumb about? I mean, I guess it's not that dumb because they sold out very quickly <laughs> and they made a bunch of money. <laughs> but they got it from the Jordan and they didn't put it in a pair of Jordans. That's a great point. I mean, clearly they're laughing all the way to the bank regardless, but I kind of think they, they missed it. Well, like I was saying, the chicks that, that she got kidnapped by the pedophile while she was trying to entrap him, and then after the fact, she was like, we were going to turn it all over to the feds. It's like, no, that's something you say when you get caught. That's something you say when you get caught. And these people going like, we were just trying to, uh, like, uh, once it gets in the news, they're like, we're just trying to, uh, like, uh, make a case for how absurd it is. And it's like, oh, yeah, sure you were. How much did you make? Are you giving any of that back? Are you donating any of it? Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure they're like, uh, you know, probably like, uh, and we wanted to like, uh, uh, like show like how I, uh, ironic like the Catholic Church is and this and that. It's like, well, would you donate? Would you donate of these earnings? Well, I just this kind of ties in. I read this cool article today. This guy was at a college football game. He had a big sign that says, "Hey, my natty light fund is getting low," and then put his Venmo on there. Yeah, he ended up getting three million dollars into his Venmo. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> And he I, he donated all of it to the hospital at Idaho State. Good on him. And I'm sure that he was planning on keeping the money initially. Never, ever thought he'd get that much. Jesus. And, and that hospital set up where all the cancer kids look right down at the stadium. Yeah. Whatever. It's super sentimental. And well, stuff. also, I don't think he has to. If he does, like, a direct donation, I don't think there's no taxes taken out. So he would have gotten, like, $1.6 million yeah. versus the hospital getting all of it. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, what a he's good just guy. some bro drinking that, wanting more Natty Light. And you know Natty Light's going to sponsor him now or give him a lifetime supply. You get a... <laughs> I mean, it's Natty Light. A brick is like $9. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so it's a, you're fine, bro. Keep $37 for a lifetime supply of Anheuser. $3 million? That's insane. Almost $3 million in donations. What a huge... What a wild... No, but that's what I'm talking about. That's what that that guy's genuine. Yeah. You get caught selling Jesus sneakers. It's like, no, you're just trying to like you there's money up. left on the table in the Catholic market. You're like, what can we do? We'll get some dumb Christians to buy these holy water shoes. Cause I'm sure it's a firm that does this with tons of shoes where they do these weird collabs and this and that. It's not just like an an artist doing one off, like this is his first sneaker. I need. I didn't know that people did this stuff like the Arizona iced tea thing, and I didn't know that was a. Well, yeah, you'll see people with like the Hawaiian shirts, but it's the Arizona green tea. Oh, I've heard pattern that. or like they did it with like Vans, Supreme shit like that, where it's. I did, but that's Supreme actually doing it right, or are people tweaking. No, it's collabs. Gear? Yeah, it's well, collaborations. There's, there's. I was just like Vans. Adidas did a collaboration with Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, well, Vans has a Nightmare Before Christmas thing right now. They also have a breast cancer thing where they have old school vans with boobs all over it. Oh, nice. Sick. That's pretty tight. Yeah. They only make them in women's sizes, which I think is kind of sexist because they actually were cool looking shoes. It was like <laughs> they're all cartoony. It was one lady with real saggy boobs, one lady with a double mastectomy. She had no <laughs> boobs. It was, a, it was a cool looking shoe. Yeah, that is cool. But uh, uh, only, in, only in women's. I'm going to look those up. Yeah, but women, what's the difference, you know? Yeah, I they're guess vans old school. Really big women's size. Yeah, just get two sizes bigger. But yeah. I guess they have the thinner soles. I'm not sure. It usually will say on the tongue like men's eleven, women's two. Well, yeah, if you I get like the men's, down, you get the men's ones. But if you get just like just the plain black ones, it, it's they're unisex. Yeah, yeah, like Converse, old school vans. Anyway, I want a pair of those booby shoes. Um, yeah, so if you're a fan, reach out to Spencer on Instagram. He'll give you his PO box. Uh, now that he's back active in the real world. Well, we need to track down this Jesus Nike thing. Also, they... Um, I'll get updates. We'll definitely get it updates. It doesn't even say Matthew on the shoe. It says MT. Yeah, no, it's cool. Hmm. It's cool, dude. I don't like it one bit. But we need to, We need some updates on these people. See what else they're doing. See if they're going to exploit the Jews somehow. Or I'm going to do some research. I'm going to give it a couple weeks and then start looking into it because you'll, you'll spot these in public. There will be, like, candid shots or people posting pictures like, hey, I just received my pair. I'm gonna be. Well, I live right off Mel Melrose, where all those dummies buy the shoes. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna hit the streets, try to find them. I don't know if there's many Christians on Melrose. Ah, you might have to go up where that big cross is on the 101. Oh, okay, I, I can go there. <laughs> Super close. I'm um, all right, I'm out of topics. You got anything? Uh, I've got more for next week, but I'm I'm gonna save them. More for next week. Yeah. All right, uh, folks, we appreciate you tuning in once again. 
Uh, glad Spencer's back. It's great to be back, everybody. I love you guys. This uh, this felt good. It was good to see you. It felt like um, like a like like my baby blanket, you know. Yeah. Back in original status, Fuck just yeah. rubbing it on my palm like a drug baby. Nice. Um, always wanted to be your baby blanket. <laughs> guys, follow uh, me at at Mitchell Fill Up, at Robot Spencer for Spencer, at Hogo Pod. Um, we're getting more active and active on there uh, as the days go by. Um, if you have any hats off or gloves off yourself, submit them to our Instagram or email at therootsoflaughter at gmail.com, at hogopod, or is it hats off, gloves off at gmail? I don't know. I'll, p- I'll post on Instagram. you got to follow me on Instagram to get the updates. Or just send it directly to me. Um, I love you. Bye. Bye.